What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Today, we are taking a clip uh, from one of our coaching calls where a question was asked if the coaches had a favorite way to close or if they had a good closing line. So we're going to dive into what their answer is to having a closing line to really best prepare you for that conversation of the close. So let's dig in. Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in. Uh, Do you guys have a favorite way to close or a favorite closing line? I do. I do. And it's very, very simple. You know, we lay out the two independent decisions. And we talk about what we've talked about. We kind of go over the benefits a year in the life of what we will be doing, the meetings we will be having. And they're nodding their heads and and you can see that they're in agreement. And we usually just kind of set our pens down and sit back and say, well, you know what? After taking a look at all of this, it looks like we might be a better match for you than your current insurance broker. What do you think? And the last time I did that, there were three people sitting on our conference room across from us. And they said, just give me a minute. They put their heads together, a little huddle kind of thing, literally, and said, you know, you're right. You are a better match for what for what we need, and we'll sign your BOR. I mean, as simple as that, yeah. it's just, I, you know, from, from what I'm hearing and, and the services we've discussed that you've said would be very beneficial to you and that you're not getting, it kind of occurs to me we might be a better match for you. What do you think? I, that's a nice soft close because it's, it's not salesy. It's not you know, yeah. it's not, and it's not intended to be salesy. And right. it gives them an opportunity to say, "Well, maybe," or "No," or "Yes," or whatever. Right. So, I love that. Yeah. I love that, I, I, and I love the simplicity. I've always tried to keep the closes very simple. You know, when I first got into the sales industry. Like a lot of guys, you know, I was given a couple books to read and stuff. And it was like trying to memorize five different closes and answers to these objections. And it was just so confusing, you know. And yeah. and I remember one guy told me, Matt, just ask him. Ask him to assign you as the broker or, or well, those days I was quoting. But, you know, <laughs> ask him to, you know, say something as simple as, well, I guess this is the point in the conversation where I should ask you if you'd like me to be your broker. He, he, he said it didn't have to be more complicated yeah. than that. Now, yeah. obviously, a couple of comments over the years, like all of us, I'm sure, you know, I've modified. And I'll share one thing I kind of like with you guys here. And there's a way to to marry it with what with your idea there, Rick, which which I think was a good, a good way to put it. Uh, and it kind of depends on, I'm going to state the obvious, but you know how you pick up vibes and personality traits of your prospects. So you kind of have to tailor, kind of be a little bit fluid here. You can't be rigid again. Right. But a general approach that I like, and I got this from a, 
a book that I read by some insurance consultant back east many years ago. So it's not original thinking, but I loved it. And I've used this, you know, successfully. It, I'm comfortable with it. In the first meeting with a prospect, I kind of like to set the scene of where we're going from here. You know, so the, right, so they're not confused. And I let them know that, you know, I really am different than most brokers that you've probably worked with before. And I do this coverage analysis and, you know, I, I do these non-insurable risk assessments, the business or consulting approach. So what I'll do is I'll come back. Let's say it's the second meeting. It might even be the third meeting, but I'll come back and I'm going to give you a report, probably a report unlike anything you've ever seen before. And at that time, I'm going to ask you, after we go through this detailed report, a very simple question. So I'm trying to set the scene so they know where this is going, right? Sure. I'm going to ask you a very simple question. And again, this is not Matt Starkey original stuff here. I got this from another guy. And my question is going to be along the lines of, is what I've shown you today impressive enough that you'll agree that I should be your broker? And you'll say one of two things, yes or no. If you say, I've talked about this before, if you say yes, so they know where this is going ahead of time, and it's not painting them into a corner either, right? Because it's very simple. If you say yes, great, I'll have you sign a a letter assigning me as your new broker, and I'll immediately get to work for you. Right. If you say no, that's okay. We'll shake hands. I'll take my report back, and we'll part friends. And it's so simple, so they know where it's going. So at the next meeting, you know, when you lay all that on them, it's easy to do that. It's not quite as simple as what you said, Rick, but it's. But I think there's a way to use some of your phraseology in that kind of approach, also. So, well, Matt, it is yeah. doubly effective using Rick's, and I love the match comment. It's very soft, yes. but but yes. pointed. It's pointed at the real decision. Uh, what I love about what you do, and I've been preaching that as well, give them guidance on what this is going to look like and feel like as they go through the process. I'm not, you know. In in business or training, I've 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 often said I will ask you for your business at a certain point in the future, right? And you, think, you know, well, of course, but it, it as obvious as that sounds, it's it's a way to create an expectation. Yeah. The other thing I'll I'll add quickly, and I, and I will say this may sound a bit manipulative, but I'm into the IQ versus EQ, so I'll mention it, Amanda, because I think it's a very powerful close. And I don't use it often, didn't use it often, uh, but when I thought it was appropriate, I did use it. And something like the following. Um, If you are the best broker for this individual, and you know that, and they're having difficulty to break the relationship with the current broker, Mm -hmm. this is the way I've phrased that in the past. And I say something like the following, Mr. or Mrs. Prospect, this really isn't about me or about the ABC brokerage house. Hmm. It feels that way right now because you have a tough decision to make, but it really isn't. This is about you. This is about your corporate family. This is about maybe if it's a sole proprietorship, this is about your family. This is about you making the best decision for those people. This isn't about me or ABC Mm. agency. And that clarity, again, what you're doing there is you're giving a different decision for the client to make. And that different decision is actually more on point to the reality of what's going on. This is about their business. 
You bet. Uh, yeah. It's not necessarily about telling Joe that, uh, you know, sorry, we had 10 great years together, but now we're going to have to part ways. Well, and I think, Rick, don't you do yeah. something similar yeah. where you tell them? Yeah. yeah, well, Jerry, that's the next thing. And, and Paul, I think we're dragging us back to the BOR. But there's one final thing. And Jerry's clothes is fabulous. Matt's mine, whatever. You got to do what feels right for you. But there's one final process or one final step in the process, rather. And that is they sign the BOR and you pick it up and you are happy. And it's like, wow, OK, this is it. I, this is we're delighted that we're going to be your broker. But, you know, there's one final thing and I kind of push it back to them and, and or, or hold it doesn't matter, matter what you do with it. But there's one final thing I want to talk to you about, Jerry, and that is this. You know, we're going to send this to your insurance company. And your insurance company is going to notify your current insurance broker that you're terminating your relationship with them. You're hiring me to be your broker. And that's not going to be a good day for your broker. And he or she is probably going to give you a call. Mm-hmm. And I need to help you kind of be prepared for that because they're going to say, hey, I've been with you for 10 years. I sponsored your kids little league team, all of these various things. And you've got to be prepared to say this is a business decision for the protection of my business and my family. And it's an important decision. I took that into consideration when I made when I made the call, when I signed this. So you really have to help them that be prepared for that call and give them a couple of ideas to what they say, what they should say. That way the BOR sticks or has a much, much, much better chance of sticking. Yeah. I, I had a, a client once years ago. <clears throat> I picked up by BOR many years ago. And the producer's name, this is not his name, but it was similar. And I, and I need this for alliteration purposes. Let's say his last name was Lever, okay? And the client who, you know, I didn't have much of a rapport with yet, but enough to get the BOR, <clears throat> sent me, this might have been the days before email, it might have been a fax, but he said, <laughs> he said, Lever is livid, exclamation point. So I guess the other broker actually, called him up and was just yelling at him like he was just livid, you know, which is not the way to bow out when you lose, you know. But um, but my point to all that is that, yeah, to set that scene, because you never know how that other guy's going to react. So, yeah. Yeah, I took one from somebody one time. This is a huge, funny story. It was particularly a large account. It was a million years ago, heating and air conditioning company. And I, I called the guy after, you know, we became his broker. And I said, how did your current broker react to it? He said, he called me up and said, I am shocked and appalled. And I thought, okay. But the rest of the story is, then I get a call from that insurance agent who's got a little insurance agency. And he said, uh, you took Chaparral Heating and Air Conditioning away from me. I'd like to have lunch with you. Okay. And he became my business partner. Wow. He, to, he said, you know. I was so impressed because I'd had this account for such a long time and you whisk in and just take it away from me. I need somebody. And at that time, I didn't have a gray beard and I was young. Um, At that time, uh, he needed somebody that could sell insurance. I needed somebody. I was working at a a national broker at that point. And uh, I could sell insurance like crazy and he couldn't, but he could run. He could manage money incredibly well. And the last thing I needed to be in business with was another guy like me. I needed him and he needed me. It was a great partnership until I bought him out. That was a very creative way for that guy to get at least a piece of that account back. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) He got the account back. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, guys, hope you took notes and hope you are ready to implement what you just learned. If you guys have enjoyed today's episode, we would greatly appreciate you just taking the time to subscribe, like, leave a review, let us know what you'd like to hear for future podcasts, and we will be more than happy to make that happen. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.